Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, that would, that's for a Democrat show. Let me know when you're writing. With an extremely great conservative commentator. We're tearing it up on Wednesday night. This is awesome. This will allow me to retort. Well, this is Jersey Joe for uh, the Reverb Comic Sense show. I'm on shrmedia.com. Actually, I just totally screwed up. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver, or welcome to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm here to make sense out of the senseless. The Jersey Takeover is here. We have expanded a Two hours every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to watch broadcast, it's simple. Just go to shrmedia.com. Or, or, there's two other ways. You can go to YouTube or Facebook and just either one. Search for SHR Media if you haven't already liked slash subscribed. And if you haven't while you're there, don't forget to do that. Uh, how is everybody doing tonight? A lot of people are in pens and needles. Let's see, where are we? Uh, 16%. Roy Moore is leading with 50.2%. Uh, to Jones is uh, 48.6. As I said, that's 16% reporting. That is from the Atlantic.com. Alabama or New York Times. Let me refresh it. Do, 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 do. Has it 50.4%. To 48.3, four more with 17. <laughs> yes, Comcast let me on uh, with 17% uh, reporting. It's been bouncing up and down, up and down with the percentage. So far, more has held his ground. Yes, Comcast willing. Fuck Comcast. Uh Watch, I get something in the letter. Uh, we're suing you because you keep saying, fuck Comcast. We don't like that, so we're going to sue you. Oh, and your internet isn't working again. We'll get back to you in a couple weeks. Fuck Comcast. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Jump to estimate of the final result. The New York Times has Jones winning right now by 0.2. <laughs> All that 
They have him winning by a margin of 0.2%. That's their guess. Uh, update 20% in a 51.3 to 47.4. I know, I'm, I'm just like staring at these. Yes, Flyers just scored too. I'm multitasking like a motherfucker tonight. I got three sites up with um, the election for Alabama. Just in case you don't know, Alabama's having their special election. Uh, on my tablet off here, two in front, a little bit to the right, I have the Flyers-Toronto game on. And, uh, yeah. And then I got my main screens in front of me and my normal screens to the left. No jokers to the left of me. Or is it jokers to the right? Here I am, stuck in the middle again. I don't know. Fuck Comcast. I put up a post on Facebook earlier tonight because the way I see it going, all you have to do to win an election now is... Get some women to come up and accuse your opponent of sexually harassing them several decades ago, and you won the election because the other person has to drop out. The other person doesn't have a rights anymore. Because what it comes down to, when you accuse somebody of sexual harassment, uh, sexual any type of misconduct from decades ago, 10, decade, uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30, 40 You can't disprove that. That's why they make those accusations so old. Because you can't fucking disprove it. And that's what the Democrats are doing. And they lined it up and they sacrificed a couple of their guys that they saw as um, pawns that they could sacrifice that weren't in danger. Uh, They sacrificed Al Franken. Because uh, if he resigns, I know he announced he was going to, but, you know, he hasn't yet. He's going to get replaced by... The flim-flam. He's going to get replaced by, hold on, another Democrat. So they didn't lose anything there, did they? So they sacrificed him. Same with, what is it, John Conyer? He is going to get replaced by another Democrat. So they didn't lose anything there. So they sacrificed those two seats so that they can go and get more removed if he wins. (laughs) And now, as we've heard, They're going after Trump with those same accusations that they went after him during the election that he was elected on with those accusations that were there, which pretty much anybody with a a brain power over two knows that they are political accusations. Which I, I doubt the truthality to those accusations. Just because the simple fact how old they are, the man has been in the spotlight for decades. 
Okay? In fact, he didn't have that much power prior to running. And I'm talking about Trump. And all of a sudden, poof, he's running for president. He's a racist now. And he's a sexist. Yeah. Moore. Judge Moore has run for Supreme Court in Alabama. Never was accused once. Now is running for Senate. And all of a sudden, Democrats are desperate for a fucking win. They go. And these accusations all of a sudden pop up out of nowhere. 40 years in the limelight. And then they wonder why so many people are questioning the motives. Modus operandus. So excuse me that I don't jump on the bandwagon and believe these accusations. I don't believe all these sexual accusations that are coming out everywhere. I don't like this. Um, accuse somebody from something that happened 30, 40 years ago. Because you can't disprove it. You cannot disprove a negative. How do you prove that you didn't do this 40 years ago? How? So that's that's uh, I mean that's all you have to do to win nowadays and the Republicans don't have the guts to do it because they play with honor it's the Democrats they'll lower themselves they don't give a shit as long as they get a win they don't give a flying rat's ass as long as they have power they will Lie, cheat, steal. I think that's their motto. Lie, cheat, steal at any cost. Oh, thank you, Jenna. And let me know if they're listening so I can give them a shout out and say hi. Good old Jenna invited some new listeners for me. Thank you, Jenna. You are so kind. I I am. I'm so fed up with what I'm seeing in the media. They're playing just as uh, dangerous with this shit. They're just as uh, just as much at fault for all this. And what really is pissing me off. Is McConnell? We will be holding a meeting tomorrow. If McCon- if uh, Moore wins, we'll be holding a meeting to decide what we're going to do with him. So, what you're saying is you don't like what the people did, McConnell. You piece of fucking shit. You don't like what the people might do. 
So you are going to go and try to overturn the people, just as you have tried your best to overturn our president. You have done everything you can to fuck over Trump. Because you don't like that we don't kiss your ass. Well, hopefully the people what is uh, will uh, correct the mistake of reelecting that piece of shit wannabe Republican McConnell. I'm so unhappy with some of these people in the Republican Party. And I love Bannon that he is blowing the Republican Party, figuratively blowing the Republican Party up. It's the desperation out of the Democrats is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Moore's campaign has revoked Washington Post press credentials. In other words, they pretty much kicked him out of the um, headquarters, so they're not there for any of it. McConnell needs to take his little uh, hissy fit and shove it right up his ass. I'm so sick of him. Him and uh, who is it? Uh, Cory Gardner. Who says the Senate should expel him. So the people have spoken and you want to ignore that the people don't believe the bullshit accusations. Nice. Way to give a middle finger to the American people. How to lose elections by Mitch McConnell. Thirty-two percent uh, has reported, and fifty-one point nine percent for more. Forty-six point eight for Jones. I mean, the Republicans just seem to be writing a book of how. T- I mean, uh, Democrats are, aren't doing better. But the Republicans could be killing it right now. They could be fucking killing it if McConnell would get off his knees and stop trying to suck off the Democrat Party. Yes, I accuse Mitch McConnell of giving a blowjob to the Democrat Party. I'll say it right out loud because they're trying to accuse Trump of sexual innuendos, which they went really, really desperate with that. Um, But I'll tell you right now, my accusation is sexually orientated and I have no problem with it. You want to call me a sexist? Go go right ahead and call me a sexist. I've got called worse than that. You want to call me a racist? Go ahead, call me a racist. You want to call me a piece of shit? Call me a piece of shit. Just don't call me late for dinner. That's all I care about. They're words. But if you call me late for dinner, then my dinner's going to be cold then. 
My dad used to tell me that all the time. You can call me anything you want, but just don't call me late for dinner. I never understood it. Never understood it. Really understood it. Until a couple years ago, I was like sitting here. And I thought it was, you don't want to call him late for dinner, saying that he's always late for dinner. And it was clicked in my head going, oh, shit, no. My dad didn't want anybody calling him to dinner late. Oh, shit. It was one of those aha blonde moments. I'm so sick of the political atmosphere we have and these politicians thinking they're better, smarter than us. And it's sickening. You are not the ruling class, assholes. You are the subservient fuckers to us. You are supposed to be doing what we want. You are not supposed to be ruling us. We the boss. You the worker. But somewhere along the line, America has forgotten that. And they think that Congress is better and above everybody else. I don't know about you, but I rail against that. I will not sit back and be ruled. I, I just keep looking at the numbers. I'm like a little kid. Ooh, 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 ooh. Gotta look, gotta look, gotta look, look, look. Plus, I got on this other computer. I got, um... <laughs> Uh, some sites up and looking to see if you know certain places are going to call it already. I doubt they are because they're saying it's supposed to be a tight poll, and I don't think it's going to be a tight. I'm going to laugh if all of a sudden, because they said a certain areas really blew up. With now, what I mean by that is that more people came out to vote than they expected, and those areas um, could be very good news. For Roy Moore. All right. Oh shit! You're gonna hear damn noise. I've got. To, I always forget to download it. Why do I forget to download this shit? Oh, bring. Sorry about this. Nothing I could do. Oh, bum ba da dum ba da dum ba dum ba dum. Told you. Melanie sent me a new where is it oh oh boy oh boy oh boy Is this it? Yay! I found it. 
Money Talk Minute, I have a new one that Melanie has sent me. Thank you, Melanie. And with that, we are going to go to breaks. And of course, we're going to play the new Money Talks Minute with Melanie. So, you're listening to The Reaver of Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit, and we will be right back. Welcome to this week's Money Talk with Melanie, Money Talk Minute. This week we're going to discuss savings mistakes to avoid. Here are just three. First mistake, keeping your savings and checking accounts at the same bank. What do I mean by this? If you keep your account your savings account in the same place as your checking account, you're going to be way more tempted to transfer your savings money into your checking account and spend money that you meant to save. So you want to avoid that. It keeps you honest. Second thing, being seduced by introductory rates. Banks do this all the time. And anytime it comes to any special offers, quite frankly, it is usually some kind of trick. So be careful that many banks will offer these uh awesome introductory savings rates to get you in the door and then it only applies up to uh, a certain amount of time and then that rate goes down real real low and you're really not benefiting. Finally, keeping all your savings in one place. Divide your savings up into different accounts for specific purposes. Have a separate one for emergency funds or have a separate one to save for a car, something like that. The reason you want to do that is that if all your money is in one single savings account, it's very easy to accidentally spend something that was appropriated for one thing on something else. So that's this week's Money Talk Minute. I'm your business diva, Melanie Collette. Please be sure to watch Money Talk with Melanie Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch River Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. 
Hello, I'm Tim Hart. I'm the guy BZ hires due to his shameless contract with the SHR Media Network. To voice his promos, he'd like me to tell you that the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show can be found on SHR Media Network, Spreaker, and YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American media maggots won't. You'll find that the speech is free, but the drinks are not. There, in the saloon, just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ is sending his personal drones of freedom into the wheelhouses and ossicles of lovers of sovereignty and liberty nationally and globally. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, BZ swears that no rights were harmed in the making of this promo. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying Catholic is stupid, bro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on shrmedia.com. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR Broadcasting Team. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to SHRmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker. SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. Human by race. Christian by faith. American by nationality. And conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m., Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The Right Guy on SHR Media.
pay no attention to the muffled screams in the background. You are listening to the Reaver of Common Sense right here on the SHR Media Network. Back to you, Joe. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm here to make sense out of the senseless. And we have a special guest on the phone, the long loss. Crash, what's going on, my brother from another? Not too much. Sorry about that. I uh, saw a tree off the bridge, got lost, you know. Ah, no problem. I figured you just crashed into a tree somewhere. Went over a bridge, <laughs> into a tree. So, you know I just said? Oh, shut up. So we're at 50% reporting. Um, Moore is at 51.2% with... Jones at 47.5% of the vote. Oh, shit. Closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it's been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, I mean, kind of like close and then more expands close. But more has, knock on wood, held the lead since the opening. Okay, that was going to be my next question was, has he not held the lead at any point? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, and then we had talked offline. Myself and Crash talked off the phone during the break when he called in. And I, I'm going to repeat something that I said online and then I posted on Facebook because I don't know if you had a chance to look on Facebook today or not. And I posted that uh, the new thing to do to win a political election is just get some women to come up and accuse your opponent of sexual harassment and you're supposed to lose automatically. So that's all you have to do nowadays is just have a female accuse your opponent of sexual harassment and then it's better when it's 30, 40 years old because you can't disprove those accusations. You can never disprove an accusation that's 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's it's still hard you no matter what to disprove some of these accusations, but it's harder to disprove to impossible to disprove an accusation that old. Well, the thing is, I mean, an accusation if that's all it ever is. I mean, honestly, that's one of the things that pisses me off about this is they keep going with you know they keep calling them you know uh, the criminal or the perp or. You know, and the other person, the victim, well, most of it, you keep calling the woman, well, she was a victim. No, you're only a victim if a crime was committed. Otherwise, you're the potential victim. The perpetrator is the accused, not the criminal, not the perpetrator, yeah. until it's been proven that something actually happened. Anybody can level an accusation. An accusation is not proof. That's why we've got jury prudence. That's why we've got a court of law. That's why we've got... Well, let me interrupt you know, real quick. And, let me interrupt. Uh, I don't mean... To, I know you're getting a momentum build up. But now go, it's go, go. mainstream media is the new jury, and you're yes. it's being judged in, in, in a court of public opinion, and a lynch mob is being created. Well, and it doesn't help. I mean, you figure, okay, in a standard jury, right? It's a jury of your peers, yeah. and you have 12 jurors. Well, you've got, what, half a dozen mainstream media. Just take it with mainstream. you got roughly half a dozen with 90% of those being liberal. So how is this a jury of my peers if I'm a conservative? If I'm going to be judged by, if I'm going to be judged by the media, if the media is the one that's going to judge me and convict me of something, how do I even have even remotely a clear, uh, any type of fight when 
90% of the media is going to be against me just based on the fact of what checkbox I used when I declared the party. Yeah. Well, what is it? The one accusation against Moore, now the woman admits that she forged part of the um, part of the piece in the um, yearbook. Yeah, she admits she matter. forged it, so... Yeah, that doesn't matter. She made an accusation. I know, but it, it, she admits to basically lying. It doesn't matter. Oh, the I, fact, I mean, here's the irony. If she made that comment, if she, if she made that lie to a law enforcement officer that actually got put on a report, that is falsification of the report. That is a crime. Yeah. <laughs> and there's proof of it right now. But now, I mean, honestly, I mean, when was the last time you heard on the media, on mainstream media, of a person who falsely levels, someone who falsely levels an accusation against somebody, who commits perjury, gets caught doing it, actually owns up to it, and says, yes, yeah, you know what, I lied, so what? When was the last time that person got prosecuted? Uh, yeah, the other person, yeah, their lives got lost. Yeah, I know. Um, their lives are destroyed. Didn't that uh, female, she accused the lacrosse team, I think, of North Carolina of raping her. And yep. uh fact, uh, what is it, Rolling Stones got sued over it and millions of dollars mm-hmm. were lost over it uh, because the thing of... Is, go ahead. No, well, I was going to say, yeah, and I think... And they, I, I, I believe she got into trouble. I mean, there was lawsuits about it and, you know, all the rest of the stuff. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I mean, okay, so they might have gotten, a, you know, they're cleared of all charges. They get a settlement. They get a million dollars. Hey, that's great. Their fucking reputations are done. You know, they now The school suffer. got hurt big time, too. You know, they suffered a traumatic loss now. I mean, they're literally being put back. But they're not a victim. They can't claim victim status. I mean, you know, I can't call a woman, and all of a sudden she's got PTSD. But you falsely accuse somebody of rape, you drag them through the mud for years, try to get them to go to jail, or in some cases they do go to jail, where they could very well have been raped, but none of that matters. If you just say, oh, yeah, I made it up, sorry. And then you've got these stupid SJWs out there saying, well, if a couple of if a couple of innocent men get false accusations and it ruins their lives, well, that's the price I'm willing to pay. Well, what you're willing to pay it. Screw you. You don't speak for me. Oh, I, I agree there. I you, mean, want, you know you my history. Pay, you you know it. I got accused of uh, uh, some sexual misconduct. And yep. um, it wasn't even by the girl. It was by someone else who was pissed at me leveled the accusation that I was screwing another female that was underage and nobody even talked to that girl and I was automatically guilty just with that accusation <laughs> of... <laughs> what? Easy when you want to go when you want to go with definitives about nobody be easy there Bubba well, I talked to her I talked to her yeah it was it was well after the fact but I wanted to make sure I had the record clear I, I, I'm talking the ones that were authorities at that time you were in Florida yeah no I know that's why I mean uh, you know the screwed up thing is I'm 1800 miles away and it, I was doing more to have your back I was going back and forth with the damn township about it I know but it, I wasn't it's, even freaking involved it, it pisses me off when you get these accusations because I've been there and even though I was cleared of this, I was blackballed from working in my county on the ambulance. And you know what? I can't blame them. I can't blame them because the accusation was there. 
What if I got, uh, you know, I was found innocent on a technicality? Do you want that person in the back of the rig? So that that accusation ruined my career. Well, not just your career, but also your personal life. I mean, there's still people, you know, not, I'm not going to throw names out there, but I know you know her. And, I mean, even after the fact, it was, you know, well, you know, this and that. It's like, no, he was freaking innocent, you know. But that's a personal relationship that could have been lost if if people didn't fight the other side. Yeah. yeah. I think you know who I'm talking about, and you know if it's cleared up with her. Hey, uh, 8% uh, lead by more right now. With 59%. Reporting, and you know what? The, the polls that I were seeing were showing that he had a ten percent lead over Jones, and that's falling more in line than the other reports. And it depends with uh, what's being uh, called in. Ah, uh, thank you, Jenna. Um, we got Amy and Junior now watching. Uh, Jenna got us some new listeners to jump on in. It, it's. So now we're up to five. <laughs> exactly. A whopping five. Woohoo! Um, does that mean that everybody is innocent when these accusations? Why I think Franken why I hang on, why I think Franken is guilty? Because number one, there's a picture of him which I still say he raped her by putting his hands on that woman while she slept without permission. That is called rape. Um he admitted to it. And he admitted to some other situations. That's why I believe those accusations against him. Because there's proof. There's proof. There's some level of tangible Right. Proof. And he's even admitted you know, to it. And, um, Harvey and, Weinstein has admitted to some of it. Why shouldn't I believe those? But accusations doesn't mean I'm going to believe. That, and that's the thing that pisses me off, is it's the accusation. You're destroying somebody's life over accusations. Yep. Professionally, personally, I mean, it, it, it's it, it absolutely disgusts me. And it and the thing is, you know, even if they want to say, oh well, you know, oh well, it's not that big. You know, false accusations. That's maybe one percent of all accusations. Okay, well, that's still be true. It could be true that only one percent is false. So that means that we have to believe. Everybody. Uh, how about when it comes to so, murder and death row? The percentage of people on death row that are innocent are real low, but everybody's, oh my God! You know, uh, I'm going uh, to stick with current hot topics here. If you're going to tell me that 1%, 1% are, false ac- are false accusations, but we're supposed to discount that 1% because the rest are true, okay, fine. Fine. I'll go along with that. If you'll stop grouping me in, with the 1% of illegal gun owners that cause all the fucking problems. <laughs> exactly. Bingo. You know what? I, I, I'm serious. It's no, I, I agree. On one side, they want it one way on one side and another way on another side. Oh, that's and, like, you know, I'm, oh, I'm with it. we can't accuse all Muslims because a small three to four, what is it? No, up to 10% are extremists. We can't accuse all Muslims. But how many times do you hear about all of Germany during World War II are guilty mm-hmm. when, what, it was only, at the start, only 10% of Germans yeah. were Nazis? Yeah, true Nazis, yeah. And then after that, a lot of the, honestly, I mean, well, a lot actually, of I can't say honestly, I wasn't alive back then, but based on studying history and a lot of the stuff that's come out afterwards. Some of them had even, no choice. Even if you look, 
even if you look at the stuff from the 50s and the 60s and the 40s, after the war was done, look at the age of a lot of these soldiers. They were kids. I mean, they were the same as us sending the 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds and everything off to combat. That. They basically they had a choice. Know, as far as they were concerned, they were doing their duty to country. Well, it's not just we that. send our soldiers off. Not just that. It's also, they. a lot of them knew, if they did not get in line, you were killed. They were dead. Yeah, so yeah, you had a choice. Their families. Your family get killed families. or you go and fight. Uh, I'm going to protect my family, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, look at if anybody that's if anybody ever actually looked into the true history behind the um, the movie Valkyrie with Stauffenberg that you know was uh, behind the one plot to kill Hitler. Yeah. So one of the first things he said was, "I want to make sure my family's going to be safe." He was doing it. He was going against Hitler for his family and for his country. But his first concern was, "I'm not doing this unless there's a chance of success because they will kill my family." And as soon as he committed to going through with it, he got his family the fuck out of Germany. Hey, by the way, there was another election today. Mm. Our fire line officers at our firehouse. Oh, yeah? We got a new chief. <sighs> oh, God. Smurf. Don't want to know. Oh. I knew I didn't want to know the answer to that. And Hammer's two sons are the deputy and assistant. My God. Uh, I don't know much about them. If Hammer raised them right, it should be okay. We only got two captains now and two lieutenants. Damn. I remember back in the day when we had a lieutenant for each. Uh... Well, here's a question. Why don't we have a rescue captain anymore? The only one that was ever qualified probably retired. Yeah, but no. Because you got the rescue truck. The telesquart, and then the two uh, engines. If anything, that should be three captains right there. Yeah. It's, it's three specialties. You've got engine, pumper, you've got the telesquart, aerial, mm-hmm. and you've got rescue. rescue. That's three specialties. Huh. That's weird. Sorry for the total change of conversation there, but also on the other end, it is time for a quick break. Um, we're actually late. We ran over. Uh, you're listening. She's late. I know. <laughs> you're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHRN Media with a special guest, Crash, and on HP Pundit, and we will be right back. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, J. 
Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch Reaver Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe right here on shrmedia.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Hello. I'm Tim Hart. I'm the guy BZ hires due to his shameless contract with the SHR Media Network. To voice his promos, he'd like me to tell you that the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show can be found on SHR Media Network, Spreaker, and YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American media maggots won't. You'll find that the speech is free, but the drinks are not. There, in the saloon, just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ is sending his personal drones of freedom into the wheelhouses and ossicles of lovers of sovereignty and liberty nationally and globally. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, BZ swears that no rights were harmed in the making of this promo. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying cat from a stupid pro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up, up drunk. drunk. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on shrmedia.com. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR broadcasting team. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to SHRmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker. SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, live rebooting liberty and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. Human by race, Christian by faith, American by nationality, and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m., Monday 
through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The Right Guy on SHR Media. sense here on the shr media network hey sean you ever see a one-eared elephant no <laughs> check this out oh that's so tiny <laughs> this show contains language that some viewers may find offensive listener discretion is advised and now on to the show and welcome back to the reverb common sense i am your host jersey joe and i'm here to make sense out of senseless and oh my god i just burped in chinese food oh <laughs> chicken and broccoli or was that cat and broccoli? Don't you hate when the cat comes back up after you already ate it? Oh. I don't mind when the pussy comes back up, but the cat, I don't know. I was going to say, that might mean you need medicine, though. <laughs> oh, right. where are we? Where are we? Oh, did you see uh, that the Port Authority bomber, his parents are bitching? Is what? His parents are bitching. <sighs> Why? Because we called him a terrorist, which he is. Um. They, but it, it goes on that the statement they made is: "We are heartbroken by the violence that was targeted at our city today, and by the allegations being made against a member of our family." But we are also outraged by the behavior of law enforcement officials who have held children as small as four years old out in the cold and who held a teenager out of high school class to interrogate him without a lawyer, without his parents. These are not the sort of actions that we expect from our justice system. The kid being pulled out of class and the four-year-old in the cold, was that related to this case? The family of the terrorist. So they okay, pulled so these everybody. Were, these were family these members. Were family members. Yes, direct family members. Okay. Well, it's a typical move of the left to put victims, to attach victims that have absolutely nothing to do with the current. Well, case it's also to. to they also tried to turn these people into victims. Even the terrorists will try to make a victim. They already tried it because they're blaming Trump for the bombing because he's moving uh, the embassy to Jerusalem, and that's what no, caused. No, we're not even. Now, here's the one thing. Here's the one thing that I will agree with. There's one part of the statement I will actually agree with. <clears throat> Technically, they are correct. He is the accused bomber, yeah. even though he had the bomb on him. <laughs> the bomb detonated. He was premature with it, he was injured by detonation. It. Um, it's a premature detonation. Um, yeah, I said yesterday know, that he was <laughs> going to be on tour with Jeff Foxworth or um, Jeff Dunham. In spite of all that, legally, he is yes. to be accused. And yes. here's the irony. Our legal system and liberal media and even conservative media, I mean, they'll point out the fact that, okay, well, he pretty much did it. However, he is the accused. Yet when it comes to harassment, there, there is no accused. It is, you are the perp. So, what, really? 
so a terrorist bomber has more rights than somebody who might have said, hey, nice pants 40 years ago. Or Come if on. a gun crime is in progress, they're already guilty. Well, yeah, uh, if I have a legal concealed carry and uh, somebody robs a store, points a gun at me and my wife, threatens to kill us, and while he's distracted, I pull out my gun and shoot him, he was the victim yeah. because of X, Y, and Z, and now I'm going to jail and I'm being sued, yet mm. I did everything within the... I, I, Pork fried rice. You, you actually have more protections being a criminal. Mm-hmm. I, go figure. Well, here, 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 here's a perfect example why we're talking about that. And, and I didn't even line this up. I, I didn't even know you were going to go into that. Um, I wasn't expecting to. You set it up. Pelosi <laughs> made a claim that the GOP is inviting violent criminals to carry concealed oh weapons. God. Well, I she got three that. Pinocchios from Washington Post on that. <laughs> but it just, I mean, they try to demonize people who are law-abiding. And they try to victimize the criminals. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I mean, honestly, what is the... And actually, I will... I was a lot more pissed off until, um, until I listened to what... Until I was listening to a conservative commentator earlier today. But the whole Kate Steinle thing. With oh. her killer uh, getting... I mean, literally. Innocent? He got away with murder. Um... Complete bullshit. I think that was like one of the biggest miscarriages of justice ever. Um, Don't forget, however, he's now been charged federally. There, good. However, there was there was a, another conservative commentator that I was listening to today uh, was discussing it, and he did have a point. You were listening to another conservative commentator. <laughs> yeah, you were cheating on me. Nation. You were cheating uh, on me. Dude, I, <laughs> I can't be. I can't be anti-Semitic. He's Jim. You know, I, I, you know, you were still cheating on me. Hey, I'm sorry, dude. If it's Van Colter, you're gonna have to deal with it. You know, tall, blonde. Nah, 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 not her. No, I don't but find Warren her attractive. Southern, Warren Southern's a hell of a lot better looking. Warren Southern. All right, go on with your point. Anyway, but she's not even in America. She's a Canadian, so. Um, blame Canada. Blame Canada. Oh, no. You know what? After I'm done with this point, I've got another point to make. Uh, but in any case, what he said was this very could, this could very simply have just been the jury didn't have a better option. Um, if you look at the definition of like what happened, even if, if any one of his versions of events, second-degree murder, for murder, you still have to have intent. Regardless of which way it went, and the fact that the ballistic evidence showed that it, it did hit concrete before it struck her, would aid more towards involuntary manslaughter. Okay? Which I agree with. Alright. So, the fact that they were pressing the charge of second-degree murder with no alternative other than not guilty, the burden of proof was so damn high... It could never be proven that he had the intent. Then he actually couldn't be found guilty of that charge. So the theory is one of two things: overzealous prosecutor, or purposefully overprosecuted to release. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very valid point. But in the end, either way, the jury can only deal 
within the law with what they were given. They don't have the power to mold the law. Which you're an asshole. Today. You know that you're an Why? asshole. Because you just Why? actually talked it. Yes, you did. <sighs> but the problem is, if it's, if, and see, now that's the difference between us and the other side. If there's a valid point there, we will discuss it, we will bring it up, and if it has merit, you will acknowledge it, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you just made you just made a valid point to it, and, and I don't know one hundred percent California uh, uh, court and their proceedings and their rulings. Maybe they could only put up one charge and not give. Yeah, I don't option. know either. And, um, and that's the thing is, I don't know either. But the only thing that that does for me is it allows me to not crucify that jury. Either yeah. way, I think the prosecutor fucked up. I think the justice system, that was a, that was a great Well, one of the juries did um, say that they didn't know. They were not notified that he was deported five times, and he did say that would have changed his mind if he knew this guy was deported five times. Which is exactly the reason why the defense attorney would have made that disallowable. But that should have been. I mean, that was part of the case. The guy was an <laughs> avid lawbreaker. He had broken our laws, and it shows where his total disregard like, for American laws. Well, see, the thing is, I mean, on that same token, does that mean that if I got charged with DUI and was brought in front of a judge, I could say, that, oh, yeah, well, I shouldn't have any of my past DUIs ever brought up because, well, uh, those weren't this time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's... it's it's screwy how they connect one with the other, and that's it. Um, now, the other point I was going to make, and this was a point that I brought up to um, to a, a liberal that's rather close to me. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, I made a comment. Uh, we were talking about something else. I don't know if it was health care. It was something. Uh, I'll say, I'll use the word talking very loosely here. Yeah. Um, and They talk, you listen. Well, she made a comment about Canada. Well, now here's the difference. They talk, I listen. I talk, they tone out. It's conservative versus liberal. I mean, you, you know the drill. Yeah. But made a comment about Canada, you know, and how, you know, the way their system is and how it doesn't work. I don't remember if it was healthcare or not, but they made a comment. And I even said, I was like, well, if you want to see, you know, I was like, oh, that's kind of how our system's going. I'm like, yeah. They've already done it, and, you know, and we're going the same path. I was like, a lot of us have been saying it for years. You want to see where our country is headed? Look at Canada policies. Yes. They're five to ten years ahead of us. If we keep going down the path we're going right now, five to ten years, we will be like Canada. We'll be like Europe. So if you don't like what you're seeing in Canada and Europe. Specifically, look at um, the shit. Britain, where they're at. That's where we're headed. I'm trying to freaking state at this point. I'm in a state of confusion. Uh, valid. It, 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 it's I, it, as much as I like what Trump is doing. I, I approve of what he's done so far. I'm not saying I agree 100 percent with everything, but I approve no. what he's done. Um. The overall atmosphere that's been going on in America really scares the shit out of me anymore. Well, now here's the screwy thing: is I, I agree with that. I 100 agree with it. I'm actually more worried now, probably, than I was 12 months ago. The screwed up thing is, 
I'm not worried about the, I'm not worried about the same things as I was 12 months ago. I'm not as worried about my freedoms being taken away like I was 12 months ago. Yeah. I'm not more worried about safety because you've got one side now. I mean, they've even openly stated it. Their agenda is now to make him fail yeah. by any means necessary. So if they're pushing for, they're literally pushing to make things worse so that visually Trump looks like a failure. And they're going against his policies that actually would make us safer, would make us more secure, and would make us more prosperous. They are actively sabotaging the country. Yeah. The only difference between now and a year ago and a year plus ago is they're being very blatant about it. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, right out there in the fucking front, blatant about it. And there's only a small percent of the population that are even paying attention. And what really frightens me is there's less people paying attention now than there were a year ago during the election. A year ago, more people were paying attention and realized how bad things would be if the election went the other way. So they paid attention, they got involved. Most of the people that were involved a year ago have now gone back into the fucking holes. I don't know. I, I, I can't agree with that statement. I, I'll, say a good, I'll, I'll say a good portion of them, though. I, there's not as much support out there as there was. What is there is stronger. It's it's stronger. And the people that were voiceful before, even if they were quiet, they're now louder. But as far as numbers go, I think the numbers have dropped. I don't think the support has dropped. It's just you don't see as many people voicing up. I think a lot of people went back in their holes and are figuring, well, you know what, he's in. It is going to be what it's going to be. There's nothing I can do or say about it, and he'll make things right. So I'll just let the government do what the government does. I and, hope not, because it's going to take more than just electing him. we got to worry about the Senate. Hey, I just saw a shirt. Honestly, I just saw a shirt that you should mention to your wife to get you, and I know it fits, oh it fits for my wife, and I know she would want one. Oh, uh, five things you should know about my husband. He is an asshole, not a smartass. He has guns and tattoos. He has anger issues. I am his queen. He is a crazy husband, and I'm not afraid to use him. Dude, I want that. I know. Um, Now, this is funny. I'm looking at the Atlantic right now, and it has it 77% is reporting, and it's 49.4 for Jones, 49.2 for Moore. Okay? Now you go to New York Times, and they have 79% reporting, and it's 50.74 more to Jones's 47.9. It's a close. The thing is, it's a close. And usually, at least from what I've seen, anytime you get with a 10 point differential, you start to see a lot more skew the numbers. Yeah, but this, they tend this to be is all over the damn place. I don't see that big. I don't see Jones winning. From everything I've seen, I don't see him winning. However, I almost wouldn't be surprised if he did. That's part of what scares me. Depends on how much the minorities come out to vote. That's what it's going to come down to. Who comes out more, the con- you know conservatives or the Democrat Party? 
I know this sounds stupid, but you know, I'm not saying. No, you know what? The thing is, you're right. I mean, I, it's funny you bring that up, and I remember thinking back uh, last election, you know, thinking about that, about you know, well, who's going to get more out of the polls? Because that was one of the things they were very, very up about was, you know, you need to get off your butt, you need to get out and vote, otherwise we're going to get Trump. You better vote, otherwise we get Trump. Blah blah. And I remember thinking back to that movie with uh, what was it, Chris Rock, where he gets elected president. You remember that movie? No. Yeah, oh God, I can't remember how the name of it was, but uh, it was it was it really it just showed like the whole like how the people really don't get a say. It's all the political elite that choose everything, and they just kind of put on a dog and pony show. But they used Chris Rock as an alderman, figuring, okay, well he won't get elected, and we'll we'll all be set up for the next election. And Trump. he actually he actually gained speed. So, you know, they're like, oh, crap, you know, he might actually win, he might actually win. And then they go to the state of California. And they, you know, there's a news broadcast playing in the background. You know, this could be your next president. We're waiting on California. This could be your next president. And you see all, and now here's the fucked up thing. And you can definitely tell there was bias in this. Middle-aged white guys screaming and yelling, running out of their houses, running up the street to try to vote against them. And in the end, the guy still, he still won. He became president. I mean, it was a comedy. It was funny. I got a, I mean, I got a big kick out of it. Actually, now I want to find out what the name was and watch it again. <laughs> but, but that's what I remember thinking. You know, during the last election, was it's it, that's what's going to come down to. It's it's that's what it's going to come down to. And okay, if they're all legal voters, if they're all residents, okay, that, that is what it is. That's what this republic was designed for. And that's one of the things that I'm getting more and more, I don't want to say irritated, but it's rubbing me more and more the wrong way, is the, uh, being a democracy or democratic, you know, being a democratic state versus a republic, um, not the parties, but the, um, the form of government, it gets used interchangeably a lot when they really are not interchangeable. Our founding fathers specifically put in a republic. I mean, you pledge allegiance, it's the republic. Okay, it's, they put that in for a reason. You rep- in a pure democracy, 51% fool. That's all you need, is 51%. In a republic, hey, guess what? That's where the electoral college is. Yeah. That's why the popular vote didn't fucking matter. It's not, the United States is not <laughs> a Democrat. It, it, that's not who we are. We are the public, and that's why they stated, and, ah, crap, brain fart, that old, that, uh, that, that old fable. You know, they come out of the courthouse, and a woman walks up to, uh, shit, walked up to, I can't remember, one of the signers, and said, well, what do we have? Well, ma'am, you have a Republican. Thomas Jefferson. You can keep it. If you can keep it, and that's really the stage I feel that we're at, is everybody calls it a democracy. Everybody thinks that it is. I mean, Obama is overseas preaching and saying that more people need to get involved in the democracy of America and the Democrat process Yeah, but he might have fucked up with his mouth, too. <laughs> really? He fucked up for eight years? And no, because matter. he may have broke a law. It's uh, the Logan Act or something like that for what he was doing and preaching. Hey, we got to take a break. We're majorly overlined. Um, you're yeah, li- then you're going to have to explain that one. 
I don't know totally on the Logan Act. Tell you the truth, I never yeah, looked at. Go to the break. 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 You're listening to the Reaver of Common Sense with Crash right here on SHR Media and High Plains Planet Radio, and we will be right back. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware of the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch River Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Hello, I'm Tim Hart. I'm the guy BZ hires due to his shameless contract with the SHR Media Network to voice his promos. He'd like me to tell you that the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show can be found on SHR Media Network, Spreaker, and YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American media maggots won't. You'll find that the speech is free, but the drinks are not. There, in the saloon, just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists. BZ is sending his personal drones of freedom into the wheelhouses and ossicles of lovers of sovereignty and liberty nationally and globally. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, BZ swears that no rights were harmed in the making of this promo. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying cat from a stupid pro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Socko as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on shrmedia.com. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. 
send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR Broadcasting. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to SHRmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guide. Because truth is not always pleasant. Human by race, Christian by faith, American by nationality, and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The right guy on SHR Media. You're listening. Contact is the easiest. Now back to Reverb Common Sense with Jersey Joe. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm here to make sense out of the senseless. Don't forget, coming up top of the hour in approximately, ooh, what, uh, 46 minutes will be BZ's Berserk Bobcat Saloon, hosted by BZ himself. <sighs> now, where were we? Houston, are you there? No, you said we were right back. I mean, it left. Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Dang. All of a sudden, I, I can barely hear you. I'm walking around. Uh, Give me a second. I, I guess I'm out of my van. Oh, God. You got to get the kids out? Dude, I knew it was quiet tonight. I want candy. You promised us candy. Where is my candy, you son of a bitch? I hate it all. I am a fat bastard. What do you expect? Oh, God. The poles are tightening up. Oh, wow. That's out there. All right. Shit. I got to go outside and check that next break. Yeah, I think your mic's kind of screwed up, bro. Um, let's see. Oh, what is the next? Oh, uh, 
Top Intel Democrat downplays expectation of evidence in Russian collusion investigation. Um, who is it? Uh, Adam Schiff. Uh, Representative Adam Schiff in defend... Uh, what is it? Uh, the top Democrat in the House Intelligence Committee and the lead proponent of the Russian collusion narrative downplayed expectations there will be any smoking gun evidence showing collusion between Trump campaign and Russia after months have passed and millions spent in an investigation. Shift in defending the need for investigation told NBC's Meet the Press that there was circumstantial evidence of collusion and that the American people had the right to know whether the circumstantial evidence of conclusion is indicative of more. Well, here's the problem. There was no circumstantial evidence. Circumstantial evidence in their mind was, uh, uh, I think he did this. Lastly, He's got a downplay. He's got a downplay because they have nothing, and it's falling apart more and more every day. And they're going to have to try to shift over to the sexual harassment. Yeah. And that's where that's what they're going. What's funny is, did you notice the way their thing went? You know, it was he's racist. He's a sexist. He's a racist. He colluded with Russia. He's a racist, and now we're back to. Sexist again. Have you noticed that they've been throwing around racism and sexism so much they're actually confusing the terms? <laughs> I read an article the other day that had the title of the article. I don't even remember what it, what it was actually about, but it was such and such is racist. And then it, and then the lead line is about a woman who didn't get a promotion or something because the other person was a guy. Like, uh... That would be sexism. Uh, genders are not races. Like, <laughs> you guys have been you've been throwing these terms around interchangeably and combined for so long. You now don't even know the damn definitions of your own terminology. Yeah. <sighs> hey Christ, you look up a word nowadays, and the Oxford Dictionary's definition is like fifth in fucking line. It's pathetic. It really, it, honestly, you want to talk about something that's scary? That is scary. It's ridiculous, but it's Schiff. Uh, number one, he is a waste of oxygen. This is a man who sat, who behind his safety of his desk, called the Benghazi survivors liars from the safety of his desk, so that he could push the lies that were going on. He called the men that were there fighting in harm's way liars about what happened that night while he was here in the United States in the safety of his desk with his little fucking pacifier down his throat. I, I didn't. So I, I, I have no respect for this guy. What? You can't attack him for that. You can't attack him. That's his safe space. You can't attack him in this safe space. Come on, you know I got a safe space for you. My foot in your ass. Not your ass, his <laughs> ass. Yes, I'm pulling the red on you. Um, play with your mic for a minute. I'm serious. What? You, What's you, wrong with it? You just sound weird. I always sound weird. No. I, I got a fucking cold, but... No, it wasn't like that earlier, just when we went to break and I, I put you... 
I put you on mute. Here, hold on. Here, did that work? Anything? No, no, I can hear you. It's just you, you sound distant. You sound like you're in New Jersey. Well, the wind's picking up, too, and I've got a headset on. No, so it, it, it just changed over that last break. Well, that's what I'm saying. The wind has picked up just recently. So could it be wind noise? Uh, no, it just sounds like all of a sudden you went 20 miles away from your mic. All right, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't know how to use technologies anyway. You're fat and rolly. You're in a communist state of New Jersey. The only gun you get to shoot is a little pop gun. Come down to Florida with the freedoms we have and taste the freedom of an AR-15 going pew, pew, uh-huh. pew. Okay. Right, pew, I, pew, pew, pew. Let's, let's meet on neutral ground, motherfucker. Let's go to my parents' place in Arizona. Then we'll see who's got fucking guns. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll top that. We'll make it even easier for you. We'll go to the Poconos, no, to my no, buddy's no, place. No, no, fuck that. No, no. <laughs> no, don't sit there. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me pull that gun out. And then my wife still laughs about that. For those, uh, my buddy lived, he lived in, uh, uh, the mountains of Pennsylvania. And it's not that it was a dangerous place. He lived there by himself in the woods. And he no, collected guns. For the <laughs> um, he owned, I think it was like 49 guns. And they weren't kept in safes. There was no kids ever around at that time. We were young, no kids, none of us. And you'd go over, and you'd go to sit down, and you'd be like, wait a minute. And you pull out like a handgun out underneath the cushion, rifle from alongside the couch that you didn't even see. Everywhere you want to sit, wait a minute, wait a minute, and you'd pull out a fucking gun. We were like, Jesus Christ, dude. Oh. He got fucked over big time. He got fucked over by the state of New Jersey bad. Jesus, Jesus what are you afraid of? Not a goddamn thing. Yep. Well, he hurt He his back. He got a bad injury at work. And... I remember. He was and seeing a doctor. Guy. Yeah, well, he was seeing a doctor. Never made any comments about suicide. Never hinted at suicide. Got asked if he was depressed one day. And said, you know, it kind of sucks that I can't work. He was Baker acted for that. All of his guns were taken away from him. He never made a comment. Never said he was suicidal. Never hinted. Nothing. The doctor just felt because... Well, the doctors thought he was in depression and suicidal. And the fucked up thing is... That is a leading question. Doctors fucking know it. Most of them use it to their advantage because, for whatever reason. I mean, a lot of doctors use leading questions, whether they need to or not. But in a court of law, that'd be disallowed. Whatever was stated after that is disallowed. But not in this case. A doctor asks you, um, what hurts? Oh, my stomach hurts. Well, then, okay, they do something about it. You haven't. You've been working your entire life. You can't work right now. Does that make you feel depressed? Yeah, sure. If fucking with anybody. Yeah. You know, you just had a miscarriage. Does that make you feel depressed? Absolutely, it would. You lost a kid. It doesn't mean anything beyond that. It doesn't. I'd be just as likely to commit harm with a handgun as I would be with pills or a knife or a vehicle or jumping off a tree or come on. Yeah. Well, that's the gun argument I hate because they're like thirty-three thousand people kill them or are killed a year by guns. Well, not exactly. 
No, that's it. They're murdered. 33,000 are murdered by guns. Well, 22,000 of them kill themselves. What, you don't care about people that commit suicide? Yeah, I do, but you know what? How if many, you're going to shoot yourself... How many people kill... How but, many people... Now, and this is the argument I'd like to throw back at them. Okay, so 22,000 people kill themselves with, uh, with a firearm. You know that statistic. How many people commit suicide by pill? How many by hanging? How many by vehicular um, suicide? How many by any other means? Do you know the statistics on those? Guaranteed you don't, because it doesn't fit your narrative. It's but it, it, just it, the same it, it, as just, there are more murders committed with blunt objects. No, but they they throw the, they throw those suicides. Which if you're going to shoot yourself, you're damn set on killing yourself. And if you don't have a gun, you're going to find another way to do it. Okay, you're going to find a way to kill yourself, no matter yeah, what. You know what? As callous as callous as it is, and I whether you agree with it or not, I remember years ago thinking. And honestly, to this day, I mean, I still kind of do. You get the dispatch for a suicide attempt. Well, it was a, not a suicide attempt. It was a, a it was a successful attention-getting attempt. Because if you want to kill yourself, you're going to. Yeah. Whatever, by whatever means you've got. If it's a gun, you'll use that. If it's a car, you use carbon monoxide. You drive it off a bridge. If it's a rope, you, you, you hang yourself. If it's a knife, you slit your wrist. It's, you're going to do it. And we've seen plenty of cases where all of those means have been used. I know I have, and I'm sure you do too. But that's the matter is, if you want to take your own life, you're going to do it with whatever means you have available. Uh, But it doesn't mean that we take away everybody's privilege to drive a car, everybody's privilege to be able to take ibuprofen, or, you know, anything else. How about if you go to get fucking Sudafed because you got a cold, you got to show... 20 pieces of ID, and oh no, you can't get two packages. You can only get one package. You know, you're an adult, but oh, oh we're going to regulate. Oh, t- oh, real quick, two I, things, two things, and then we'll get back to that. Number one, don't ask me why I remember this, but back when I was uh, doing the 11 to 1, there was a suicide attempt, and it was being streamed live. It was out in California somewhere. And this guy was on like the fourth floor of a four story parking garage. And he was standing there. He was going to jump. Well, this went on for like two hours. And a bunch of us were going, you know what? He's not going to jump. But you tell you what, he's lucky because the hospital, the ER is literally across the street. And we were ma- a lot of us were making jokes. Because if that guy wanted to kill himself, he would have done it. He wouldn't have been sitting there yeah. for two hours. And I'm sitting there thinking, going, yeah, if that was me and my partner, um, we had been out there going, jump already. I'm over my shift. I want to go home to my wife. Jump or get the fuck off. And honestly, I could see us doing that. Come on. We're into overtime. We want to go home. We want to go drinking. The strip club is going broke without us. You know, back in those days, they put on, they used to bring in our own beer and put on extra dancers when we showed up. Jersey Joe and Crash aren't here. Send out the rescue parties. The strippers are going broke. Oh, oh, and real quick, did you know they're trying to build a hotel? Send send out the heavy rescues. They uh, they go to the lap dance. They got it backwards. (laughs) Sat on the stripper. (laughs) They're trying to build a hotel at Colonial Lake next to the bowling alley. 
off that shit. I know. It will tear down part of the lake, too. And so, oh, yeah. Someone wrote, said, we don't need another Trent Motel. <laughs> oh, don't need another Sleazy Hollow. Oh, Mountain God. Motel. Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't ask me. I just remember Lumpy. Did you ever have Lumpy? Who? Lumpy. <laughs> Dude, you didn't in Mercer County. Oh, my God. I still remember I was dating that one girl. We rode together. In fact, we had just got our EMT together. We were riding with um, Sue. And we go in, and I got to take lead that call. So here I am having Sue and my ex-girlfriend, who I was dating at the time, telling them what they need to do. And there's Lumpy, all drunk, on a Friday night as normal. Standing in the tub, peeing. Well, no, actually, he wasn't peeing yet. So here they are. Sue's in the front, and my girlfriend at the time in the back, pulling the pants up, the shorts, the jean shorts. He starts peeing on Sue and starts farting in my girlfriend's face. I start laughing and walk straight out the door. Let me tell you, I got in so much trouble that night. Not because, I mean, I got in trouble because, well, Sue got pissed on and my girlfriend got farted in her face. They're like, son of a bitch, that should have been you. Nope. It's good being a crew chief. I'm out here. Now, did she get into as much trouble for that as she did with the uh, duct tape, the uh, certain individual to the jump seat in the back of the rig? Oh, after we had Denny's? Farted and closed the doors on the break and left her there. Oh, I still remember the senior uh, uh, crew chief going to rescue her, opened the door, and slammed it shut and said, I'm not going anywhere near that smell, and left her in there. Dude, I got the Polaroid actually right here um, at my computer desk. It's taped on the inside of the door. I got that picture of her taped inside. Oh, my God, you still have that? Yes, I found it, and I taped it to the inside of the door because it's just too funny. I don't know if I should keep that. That's evidence of an abduction and torture. Yeah, do you, you remember the uh, remember the Polaroid that was taken when we used the uh, flagpole and road oh. rescue gear against a certain asinine little individual? Oh, how about the fact yeah, well, How about the uh, fact that one time... I, I, I found that. One of my kids asked about it. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, Hazing. Yeah, that was just a practical joke at one point. I took it in the fire pit. I was like, I don't ever want to see that fucking picture again. Um, I still For remember and tell the story. I, like the guy too. I thought the same thing. Uh, of a certain probie that I, I, we taped to the, uh, the, the, what the hell was that line that we called it? The electrical line that we plugged the rigs in with? Shit. The shoreline? Yeah, the shoreline. I remember uh, tying a certain. Uh, uh, rookie up to that line and soaking him down with a hose and then on tying him and saying congratulations you know you t- you took the hazing and then that person turning to me going hi right, yeah I'm going home to get changed and just then the rescue tones drop and 30 degree weather we had to go out with you soaking wet <laughs> that was fucking funny <laughs> that was the yeah. night I almost had to buy a new car yeah, we, uh, that was back when you actually could pull shenanigans, all in good fun, oh. and it was just kind of, if you didn't, there was, a, there was a line, and most people knew not to cross the line, and 
rare instances somebody did, but for the most part, nobody did, and all the did fun. No one got and then hurt all of a sudden, permanently. And then all of a sudden, yeah, and then SKW just got involved. Well, if you notice, after 9-11, after they saw all the accolades that uh, we got for the career we chose, especially the college well, students, they jumped in. Well, you know, the awards. They saw the awards and the shiny medals and all that. And, Wait, uh, you, you, got, you got medals? You know what asshole. I mean. You know what I mean. You, oh, you, mean you threw yours away, asshole. Ass munch. I was going to say, the one that you were given and that I put in the bottom drawer of a desk and forgot about. Yeah, no. yeah those. It's not why we did it. Oh, I still remember that one asshole I had. And Ed Lee would not let me dump him. I did not want to ride with him anymore. But, I mean, he got that bad. Oh, my God, that social justice warrior college idiot. I, I deserve a medal for not killing him, especially when we had the kid with the broken neck, and I told him to get down and do CPR, and he loudly goes, why? The guy's got a broken neck. He's dead. And all of a sudden, you know, the girl started crying. It was like, yeah, asshole, that was the girlfriend, and you just told her the boyfriend's dead, you dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he would question me on it. everything. Everything he had a question. I told him, I was like, listen, unless I'm, I'm endangering your life, don't question on scene. When we get done with the call, ask all the questions you want, but don't do it on scene. I don't, we don't have time for that. Okay, okay, okay. Next call, questions yeah. everything on scene. Oh, I had the one where the guy was, he uh, was laying over the tub. Um, uh, had a upper GI happen. When we flipped him up, well, the cops had him flipped over. His legs are stuck in a chair position. You know what I mean? Like he was sitting in a chair, well, from him kneeling. And they were rigor mortis and lividity. So I called the code. He had agnal respirations. So that idiot and another uh, 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 idiot I had started questioning me. So I said, you know, you want to work it? Go ahead. All you. You're going to explain to the medics why. So I walked outside. I was, I was standing outside the apartment. And the medics came up and they were like, who are the medics? I forget. Who are the medics? I forget. But they were like, hey, Joe, you know, why are you standing? Are we canceled? I said, no. They're working inside. They're like, why are you standing out here? I said, because I called it, and they decided to question me, and they just gave me a look like you're an asshole. I said, you got to go in there. And when they walked in there, and you know how on the upper GI, there's that coffee ground, blood, mud, muck. And they be Mr. Experts. I This is your call. You're doing everything. And I made them clean the rig themselves. I was like, uh, oh, God. You just made me think of, uh, remember that one very, very brief line officer shoved that fucking knife right in my back? Just before I decided to run head first into a fucking tree three times in a row. You know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to remember that. Big, chunky-ass bastard. Oh! When he decided to um, up-show his lack of knowledge on a rescue scene and I made him inventory the entire heavy rescue and MCI unit 
And when he said he was done, I said, no, you didn't count every single fucking four by four that's in the meds kits. Took him fucking 12 hours. Oh, we were such assholes. Never, never, never pulled that shit with me again. You know what? We were always fair, though. We were assholes. AP is calling the election for Doug, Doug Jones. Insurance? With a 0.8% lead. But thank you, um, Mitch McConnell, for your help on uh, giving that seat up to the Republicans, fucking jackasses. Damn, the Republicans, you know, they fucked themselves because he was an outsider and they didn't want an outside, another outsider in. And they pretty much told the American people to go fuck off. Assholes. But, again, as I said, all you have to do is make the accusation now. So, But the Republicans won't have the balls to do it. And now that is exactly what the Democrats are going to do. They're going to drag women out, you know, and make accusations. Tell me I'm wrong. Why? Be pointless to say that. I know, and I mean that's all they have to do now. Just drag the women out, and you could find some some woman that's willing to get paid, you know, millions of dollars to go out there. And go okay. Yep, I'll make the accusation. The liberals have been using paid actors ever since Ferguson. Yeah, and nobody gives a shit. Okay, they've been using. Um. High profile in high profile incidents at a mass scale and very publicized paid actors since that point. Prior to that, I'm sure they were used. They were just a lot more discreet about it. it oh. All right, uh, different kind of news. Three males here in Florida, Manatee County, which is uh, what. Uh, just south of me, I forget whether it's next one or one down. Hey, what's up, Easy? Um, have been charged with animal cruelty. They posted a video where they caught a shark while they were on a boat. They, what it looks like, they hooked a tow rope to the shark back on the tail and decided to drag the shark around the water backwards with their boat, which drowned the shark, number one, and beat the hell out of a shark as it bounced off the surface. That's... that's Good. Dis- they should be charged. Yeah, that's disgusting. Well, that makes all sports fishermen look like assholes. Yes. I, I shark fish all the time, but I don't go out mistreating the animals. Now, here, now here's oh. the difference. I'll just point something out really quick. This is a big reason why, in a lot of cases... When somebody does something like that, worry about it on the news. Because unfortunately, that, that those types of idiots are more prevalent than most people know. There's a reason why you don't hear about it. Most sportsmen, fishers, hunters, it doesn't matter. Self-police, a lot. And we catch somebody doing some shit like that, we don't call the cops on them. I they do. get their ass kicked. See, here in Florida, I don't, because, you know, you don't know who's on. Uh, me, my wife, and daughter were out at the pier. I live in New Jersey. All right. Well, we have some nice piers that the state give us to use. I was out on the um, Skyway Bridge fishing with my wife and daughter, and some asshole was there, illegally parked, 
and music blaring. I mean blaring. Now, when you go on there, they give you a card with a list of rules. Oop, looks like he disconnected. And on that list of rules, one of them is no loud noises. And, you know, I yelled out, hey, can you turn that down a little bit? Not uh, not even turn it off, just turn it down. Well, he decided he was going to ignore everybody else around him, heard. So I did what we're supposed to do, called the state police. Now, by the time they got out there, he was already wrapping up and leaving, and several other people were complaining along with me because they found out he didn't even have no fishing gear. He was there to... He had a little fire going and a little enclosed kit, like a little portable barbecue. He came there to do a little barbecuing and then leave, which you're not allowed to do there. Anyway, he was like breaking every damn rule, and he didn't care, and that pisses me off. But yeah, if people at that pier are doing things illegally, I call the cops immediately. I'm not playing around with that. You're you're fishing, and you're doing it the wrong way. Yeah, damn right. If you're breaking the law, I will call the cops. Hey, we're going to take a break. It's our last break. Don't forget, coming up uh, top of the hours in under 20 minutes, about 18 minutes, is going to be BZ with, uh, what is it, Uh, BZ Berserk Bobcat Saloon, hosted by BZ. Uh, The drinks aren't free, but the speech is. And you're listening to the Reaver of Common Sense right here on SHR Media and High Plains Planet Radio, and we will be right back. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were a common sense hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware of the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch River Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Hello. I'm Tim Hart. I'm the guy BZ hires due to his shameless contract with the SHR Media Network to voice his promos. He'd like me to tell you that the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show can be found on SHR Media Network, Spreaker, and YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American media maggots won't. You'll find that the speech is free, but the drinks are not. 
There, in the saloon, just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ is sending his personal drones of freedom into the wheelhouses and ossicles of lovers of sovereignty and liberty nationally and globally. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, BZ swears that no rights were harmed in the making of this promo. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying Cap from a stupid pro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. Absolutely. Also starring Sako as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on SHRmedia.com. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR broadcasting. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to SHRmedia.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker. SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, live rebooting liberty and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the unpleasant blind guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. Human by race, Christian by faith, American by nationality, and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media. From 8.05 to 9 p.m., Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The Right Guy on SHR Media. Pay no attention to the muffled screams in the background. You are listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on the SHR Media Network. Back to you, Joe. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm here to make sense out of the senseless. Oh, hey, don't forget, coming up next in approximately, what is that, uh, 12 minutes? 
You'll have BZ and Berserk Bobcat Saloon hosted by, of course, BZ. And I just, I can't believe that Roy Moore didn't win. Uh, Friggin' McConnell, McCain, strike again. Hopefully they're proud of what the hell they did. Got a new toy in. It's the one I think I was bitching about yesterday. I had to call, uh, I had to call Amazon and complain about the shipping on. I wasn't supposed to be here tomorrow, but got here today, but it was supposed to be here yesterday. Uh, don't you love when you get the... No, that's not English. Oh, that is. Ow. <laughs> oh. Lower that, lower that, lower that. I don't know. I just... I'm not handing you one of those blue cakes. Ew, they're disgusting. They don't taste good either. Oh, so back uh, over the summer, we had the hurricane go through. No, it's not a beer. It's a Sprite. I had Chinese food. I love. I got to have Sprite when I have Chinese food. But as I was saying, when we had the hurricane come through because power was going to be out and everything. Um... The county brought in food afterwards and everything. My wife went down. And they were handing out some MREs. And we didn't need them. And they don't hand it out, what, like three or four days version? So, I mean, it wasn't major. It was like three or four days. All right. So, kind of forgot about it. Last night I'm sitting here going, I'm getting hungry after the show. Go, wait a minute. There's a chili con carne back there. So I was like, all right, let me check these out. Okay. And I've never done one of these MREs before. And why am I off center? There we go. There I am. And uh, so a long story short, I, I, I found it neat dropping the water in that chemical and it heating up. And it heated up so fast. They heated that water up quick. That amazed me. It brought it to a boil faster than I've ever seen before. And so it came with applesauce in this packet. So I squirted it out into a bowl. Looking at it going, that don't look like applesauce. So I ate it going, that didn't taste like applesauce. All right. We got a blueberry uh, cobbler for dessert. So I opened it up and looked inside and said, that don't look like blueberry cobbler. So I started eating and going, this don't taste like blueberry cobbler. Oh, my God. That tasted like shit. Oh, my God. This is what we serve our military? Holy shit. But then I got to the chili con carne. Oh, oh, oh. I want to know where I can get more of that shit. That chili con carne was good. Everything else was crap. Well, the cracker was good. I mean, it was like a big brick cracker. I just thought it was neat. that you. And I was telling my mom about it today. I was like, yeah, you add water into this packet. And there was a chemical in it. I said it reacts with the water. And it heats the water instantly. And she was amazed by it. My dad's just sitting there laughing at me because my dad was military. 
and he's had it. He he was in in the sixties, so but he was kind of lucky. He was on a ship. He was Coast Guard. He was out on the ship, so they had cooks right there. He didn't have to do the MREs really. So, oh man, don't forget we're gonna I got gonna step away from the show a little bit early because uh, shit with Amazon or um, Facebook when switching over between the two. Um, uh, feed between myself and BZ. Just easier that way. I just... It, it, the shit that's going on is totally... You got uh, Jim Acosta, that jackass, that says journalists make honest mistakes. They don't intentionally mislead. And I talked about this last night extensively. They're out there intentionally making false statements. They know they're making false statements and they go on with it. They know this Russia story is bullshit but they keep pushing it. It's, I mean, time and time again, they know there's a lie. Jim Acosta is a fucking joke. And I hate even bringing his sorry ass up on this show. And now he's sitting here <laughs> Sarah Huckabee Sanders threatened me. Because there was some uh, Trump came out and it was uh, she told her if you make uh, put this one question you're not going to be allowed to ask questions. And Oh my god she tried threatening me. But they ignored that back when Obama did one of these and they were told none of the reporters because that asked any questions. One reporter stepped up and asked the question, and the rest of the reporters jumped all over and ran that poor person out the door. Um, I swear these people got to just, I don't know. It scares me just how bad things are nowadays with the media. And again, all you have to do now really, is make an accusation. Make an accusation of sexual misconduct and you will win an election. And I'm not totally talking about Moore because Moore was an outsider. And he wasn't just fighting the Democrats. He was fighting some so-called Republicans like um, Mitch McConnell. Ryan, Paul Ryan, you know, the establishment he was fighting against. Um, They're going to be happy as hell because this is their first uh, defeat against Bannon. And they're going to be touting this real big time. Uh, They're going to blame the loss on Bannon when it was Mitch McConnell and his flunkies that caused this uh, defeat. And I really, I'm looking at the polls, some of the poll numbers, it's like a point. 0.1% 0.1% off, and they're calling that more one. Now, most places I know, that's an automatic recount. But they're, oh, he won, he won, he won. I've never seen an election before that close where they declared a winner so early. It's usually like a day or two after. I don't know. All right, um, we're going to get going, and I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, coming up next is uh, BZ with the uh, Berserk Bobcat Saloon. And I will be back tomorrow. Everybody, thank you and have a great night. 
You've been listening to The Reverb Common Sense with its host, Jersey Joe. You can tune in every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on hbpundit.com and shrmedia.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.